0: Welcome to Epignosis, the teaching ministry of Chris Morgan. May the light of God illuminate your heart and may the truth make you free as you listen. I want to consider in this episode an aspect of the life of a man who has intrigued me for a long time. That man is King David of Israel. This is a man of whom God said, he is a man after his own heart. I know no one else in the scriptures with such an endorsement. Yet, when you look at the life of this same man, you cannot describe him as a perfect man. As a matter of fact, you can't really say he's a good man, going by what we consider to be good today. Is a guy who shed so much blood in his lifetime that God declined his offer to build a house for God. David lied when he needed to. He was deceptive on some occasions. He was an adulterer. He conspired to murder a man to have his wife. And as for his love for women, he had 18 sons from 18 different women. Yet this same man was described by God as a man after his heart. Now in the year 2010, during an encounter with the Lord, I was asked to study the life of this man, to learn why he was so honored by God the way he was, and to learn lessons from his life with a view of applying them to my life. So I began to study the stories of his life. How he was singled out from his brothers by God to be king when he was just a little obscure shepherd boy, the last of his father's sons. And judging from the fact that there was never any mention of his mother and the way he was not initially considered as a worthy son by his father until Prophet Samuel insisted, It's very likely he was born out of wedlock, too. Then his encounter with King Saul at the battlefield, and how he went against and defeated the giant named Goliath, saving the nation of Israel from shame using just a snake and a few stones. He became a general in the army and an instant celebrity in Israel. So much so that the lady started composing songs that praised him even more than the king. By all standards, he became a great man. Then I came across a part in the story in the 18th chapter of 1 Samuel that seemed to contain what I was looking for. And it reads in 1 Samuel 18, 17 and 18. And it reads... And Saul said to David, Behold, my elder daughter Moreh, how will I give thee to wife? Only be thou valiant for me, and fight the battles of the Lord. For Saul said, Let my hand not be upon him, but let the hand of the feeding stains be upon him. And then David said unto Saul, Who am I? and what is my life or my father's family in Israel Then I should be the son-in-law of the king We can see here an exchange between King Saul and David King Saul had offered to David his first daughter's hand in marriage and the reply of David asking who he and his father's house was to deserve such an honor Now wait a minute Isn't this the same David who killed a lion and a bear? Who defeated a ten-foot-tall giant? Who is a general? A celebrity in whose name ladies composed songs? By all standards, this man was certainly a great man. Yet, David himself didn't seem to think so. With all his achievements in life, he still asked who am I? This began to give me a clue to why he was so endeared to God. The obvious question then would be why did he see himself that way? Was this a case of low self-esteem? I don't think so. David was certainly not a man of low self-esteem judging from the way he handled Goliath the giant. He was not intimidated at all though the man was many times his size. So then, why does David see himself this way? Looking at what he said to King Saul during their encounter at the battlefield, his line of thought can easily be traced. I think that conversation reveals why David thought as he did. Now in 1 Samuel 17:37, it reads, David said, moreover, the Lord delivered me out of the paw of the lion and out of the paw of the bear. He will deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine. And Saul said unto him, go and the Lord be with you. As we can see in this verse, David remembered that he had confronted both a lion and a bear and was able to defeat them. Now, I also believe that David had remembered that it was after he had received the anointing from prophet Samuel that these things started happening to him. He must have traced his power to the anointing and therefore he had concluded that it was never a product of his own strength but a result of the anointing that he had received that achieved all. He never saw these things as his own doing, but were performed by divine providence. That recognition made David a humble man and therefore endeared him to God. This recognition is why David never delayed to repent and ask for mercy whenever he was confronted with his wrongdoing. Even as powerful as he became as the king of Israel, he quickly repented when his sin was revealed. This is quite unlike King Saul, who insisted that he must be honored as king, even if he had sinned. His public image and honor from men were more important to him than the approval of the Almighty. So God rejected him. Now, comparing the public profile of King Saul and that of King David, you will find that King Saul never had the moral challenges that King David had. There was never any talk of multiple women with King Saul. He was indeed a man of dignity and decorum. Yet, he was rejected and replaced with a man who had questionable propensities. This echoes that scripture that declares that God resists the proud but exalts the humble. King Saul's dignity and pride also explains why his daughter looked down on her husband King David for dancing like a child for which she became barren and ostracized. These things show that God values humility more than anything else. That inner recognition of divine supremacy is definitely indispensable if a person will work well with God. It would have been quite easy for David to simply accept the hand of the daughter of Saul without a single thought. After all, if he didn't qualify then, who does? However, David knew that it was not by his power that he got to where he was so he never saw himself as more than the shepherd boy anointed in his father's house. What set David apart is that he was free from that mindset that destroys many servants of God. That is the mindset that they are special and that God chose them because God loved them more than others. Hear me, my listeners. God is too big to relate with any man just for the sake of that man. Whenever God is relating to any man, God always has the whole world in mind. As I continued to study the life of that great man, King David, he repeated this same phrase, who am I, several times, even when he was already king of Israel. I believe that this is the real reason why God called him the man after my own heart. My dear listeners, it is important that we divorce ourselves from those abilities which God gave us and let the glory go to God and God alone. Thank you very much for listening and God bless you. were blessed by these teachings. For inquiry, support, and contributions, kindly send us an email on epignosis721 at gmail.com. You can also send us a message via WhatsApp on 234-80-3577-3659. We would love to hear from you. God bless you.